Hello and welcome to the Rejuvenated Woman podcast. I am your host, Kathy Carr, and today I'm here with Kirsten Potter. And Kirsten Potter is a holistic skin therapist and is the founder of Nourish Skin Clinic, located in the beautiful Noosa Heads. Kirsten follows a philosophy of beautiful, healthy skin as and is obsessed with skin and gut health and wellness. She delivers the most up-to-date and accurate knowledge about your skin concerns by prescribing a skin program designed just for you so that you can reach your skin desires and how you can maintain healthy skin for life. Now, I can vouch for Kirsten's expertise because I stumbled across <laughs> Kirsten maybe, I don't know, six weeks ago or a month ago, and there was an ad. And of course, when you scroll through social media and something sparks your attention, if there's a sale and it's, you know, beauty therapy or a facial or a little bit of self care, I think we go, hmm, you know, it makes us curious. So I uh, took that offer and met Kirsten and had my facial and I'm so glad that I stumbled across that little ad that you had because um, I've recently moved from Sydney and I had a holistic skin um, beautician down there. So sometimes it's hard when you move, you know, it's like finding a hairdresser, you know, someone that can really get where you're at. So a huge welcome. I'm really happy to have you here. Thank you. And yeah, it does take a little while to find your tribe when when you move. Mm, Mm. It does. So tell our audience, Kirsten, how did you get into beauty therapy? Well, uh, my background's actually in marketing. So I spent um, quite a bit of time in corporate. Um, And then the GFC hit and I was like, right, what do I really want to do? And my heart pulled me to beauty therapy first and then a really intense focus on skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my mum started my journey, my skin journey actually when I was 13 when she bought me for my 13th birthday, welcome to being a teenager, an 888 bra and I had no boobs to speak of at the time and a Nutramedics, believe it or not, Tinamedics kit and it had a cleanser, a toner and a moisturiser and that's how... I started to learn how to take care of my skin. How awesome. I think every little girl kind of has that, I guess, curiosity about how we look after skin if we're watching our mother or if we have sisters. I know I was watching my sisters, you know, with the makeup and things like that. And you become curious and want to try, (laughs) I think, even really young, right? Um, And, you know, today with the social media, there's a lot of that kind of in our face, how we're supposed to look and everything. So as a, a young girl, what was it that kind of made you continue or look further into a path of you know skin care and you know because I think we've all gone through the different trials and and uh, tribulations of all different kind of skin products mm-hmm. and things I know I have <clears throat> excuse me um, many many different products um, so what kind of what was it that kept, kept your passion well firstly let me say thank goodness there wasn't social media when I was growing up mm. and secondly I think I've always had really high-maintenance skin. I always will, even though I'm a skin therapist. And that's a myth that all skin therapists have amazing skin. We have good skin because it's been a hard journey for us. Like with anything, I suppose, in life, if you if it's a struggle for you, you, you sort of go down that path and, and flesh out what to do, what, you know, how do I navigate this skin? So my skin is very dry and very red, so it's very reactive to anything. Like in 
uh, a circuit class, the instructor will say, are, 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 you, are you okay? <laughs> Are you going to die in in a minute? So, yeah, my face goes bright red even when I'm exercising. So, you know, just learning how to combat that. I had acne as a kid and I think, as you said, as a young girl, when you hit puberty and you start getting pimples or you start – and you're like, hang on a minute, you know, I didn't have that before and and how do I then navigate out of that? So, yeah, that's kind of been my – my journey, just, you know, searching for the right products that work for my skin. Well, yeah, as you mentioned, you know, the young girl going through all the treatments. I remember watching my sister and I, she just loves squeezing blackheads. So, um, and I kind of had a little bit of a smile when you said, you know, you know, when you've had those pimples when you're a young girl, it's like they're not there. It's like, no, when you start to mature, when you start to get your wrinkles, like, oh, that wasn't there last week. <laughs> um, I remember when mine started, it's like, oh, I'm just, I laugh a lot. I smile, I have been, you know, I probably consider, you know, I've been a happy person. So, I think, you know, they're laughter lines, but I want to go a little bit more into the lines. But tell me about, um, so what would would you be recommending, you know, for skin health and skin care? Well, see, I look at skin very differently to a lot of people where for me it's less about the cosmetic side. That's in a way for me that's a byproduct. Um, I look more at okay, we live in a world where we don't do anything unless it's it's a pain point. So if someone looks in the mirror and they go, oh, I don't like that spot or I don't like that pigment or I don't like that acne or I don't like that line or whatever whatever that case may be for, for each person, that's the catalyst where you go, okay, I need to do something about this. So it's different for everyone. Um so that's one of my questions on my on my consultation form. What what would you like to you know improve when you look in the mirror? Um, so if it's a line, rather than focus necessarily on that line, I look at you know how to support the skin with that line. So internally in the in the in the clinic, but also at home, you can do a lot at home. If you've got the right products, you can do a lot at home. In fact, it's probably eighty percent of your results is at home because you're with you all the time and you're treating yourself. If your AM and PM routine, you literally are treating your skin twice a day. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm only tra- treating mm-hmm. a client once a month or once a fortnight, depending on on the schedule that that skin needs. Mm-hmm. So, don't underestimate home care. It's 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 key. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we all love you every day. Gosh, I was just thinking uh, you know, last night as I was doing a mask, I thought, oh, yeah, I'd just love to have that, that suction thing, which we'll um, talk about. <laughs> um, but when you said, you know, you, you talk about the skin on the inside, so what are you referring to there? So often we know we've got a, a gut microbiome. That's kind of common knowledge now where it wasn't for a long time. We also have a skin microbiome um, and we also have a skin immunity. So... My focus is to get the gut to align with what's happening in the skin and the gut mirrors what's happening in the skin. So, you know, for rosacea, for instance, um, there's something going on internally. Acne, same thing. So we look at what foods might be causing that. Um, If your child has acne and they're high sugar, then, you know, cut out sugar and watch your skin change. Milk, um, wheat, you know, the standard mm. 
nasty list. Yeah. Um, it tends to go across the board with all skin conditions, but each skin condition has a little tweak internally and externally to target that condition. Mm. Yeah, I love that and I'm totally on board with you there because I'm a big believer and do encourage people if they're just first looking for a kind of a solution, let's look a little bit deeper into the root cause because, you know, whatever is happening happening within is a reflection of what's taking place on the outside on your skin. So, for example, um, you know, with acne, acne, um, or any kind of spots, because I know this is we're kind of catering to more of a mature woman, but acne, you talked about sugar and gluten and dairy, but it can also be hormonal. Yes. Like there's some junctions along the face yes. which can indicate different organs. Can I? Am I right? Yes, there are. But I didn't bring my face chart today, but yeah, I have a face chart in the clinic and I show people. So it could be stomach, it could be liver. Liver's kind of a big one because... The skin is our largest organ. It's also the elimination tool our body uses when the other elimination tools or filtering tools internally aren't working, like the liver, like the kidney, like the bowel, like the every all of those things that work to help us eliminate toxins. If they're not working, it comes out in your skin. But yeah, so um, acne, for instance, isn't isn't necessarily a a child thing. Um, it's it's an adult thing. You know, we all think, oh, cool, we're through puberty, skin's good to go. Uh-uh. Potentially, in my, in my case even, I had worse acne as a perimenopausal woman, in, just in a different area, as you say. So when I was younger, I had it through my jaw and that was cystic. Whereas when I was, still am, perimenopausal, they were across my cheek. And a different kind of acne. So it's it's interesting to watch how the body processes toxins even through the skin. Right. And so that also, you know, perimenopause because your hormones are starting to change. So, you know, the body's still trying to cope and, you know, more stresses, different stresses perhaps. So going back to the skincare, um, how and what do you use to help the health of the skin. You know, if we're drinking enough water, you know, we need the water to hydrate the skin and plump it to the cellular level. We need animal fats, right? And lots of. Right. Can I give you a high five on that? <laughs> because I, the reason why I'm high fiving is because I think we're, you know, some of us may still be in that mindset that we need to have a low fat diet. Okay. And this just is not true. We need a high fat animal fat protein diet for various different functions but for our bone integrity our bone health the connective tissue our skin right our hair and our nails so one of my questions on my another one of my questions on my um, consultation form is are you a meat eater are you a pescatarian are you a are you a vegan i love that all those things Um, because it gives me an idea of how lipid rich or not your skin is when we're doing the consult. So those little questions might seem insignificant, but they actually give me a lot of intel. And so, um, unfortunately, yeah, we were all programmed to low-fat, high-sugar um, in our sort of, I guess, late teens, early mm. 20s. Um, and I'm glad it's come full circle now. And high-fat, good-fat diet, so not trans fats, but but animal fat as you say and omega-3s is a key one we get a lot of six and nine from our foods but they tend to be 
pro-inflammatory and omega-3 is anti-inflammatory. And so if your omega-3 low, which most of us are, our cell membranes are about 85% omega, well, essential fatty acids. So if they, once, once, once they break down and come to the surface, which is the, pro, the process of how the skin works, if they get to the surface and there's no oil left, your skin is going to be dry and open to sensitivities because the oil content or the fat content, the lipid content isn't there. Okay. Um, I bought my little um, display to show, to show everyone. That's, that's the moisture in our skin and that is our essential fatty acid cell membrane barrier. If that is compromised in some way or deficient in some way, that water escapes. So not only do you get wrinkles or deep, deep lines – you get um, – so it's called transepidermal water loss when that happens and you lose a lot of moisture. And so no matter how much water you drink, you'll never, ever, ever keep it in your skin because that oil is not there to protect it. So the key to hydration internally is making sure your omega-3 levels are right because that interrupts your acid mantles when that's not when that's not there and it can open yourself – open your skin up to sensitivities, reactions – um, if you use a product, it will go in faster. So there's no um, filter in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so for our those who are listening without the visual, you can watch these visuals on YouTube, mine and Rejuvenate Pilates. Um, Kirsten was just hi- holding up a little jar there and it kind of looked like the, the fat was at the top, right? And that is the, the fat at, at the skin. Yeah, so it's the, the lipid barrier, yeah. we call it. So okay. there's, there's two layers and they, they kind of repel each other like oil and water. That's why that's right. a really good example. So... If you've got water and no oil, that water escapes. But if you've got oil on top of the water, your omega-3s, for instance, that water stays in the skin. So you get plump, you get hydrated cells, you get hydration in general. So I notice when I'm taking my omega-3 supplement, my um, lips aren't as dry and my skin all over is not not as dry everything's not as dry. I talk about omega-3s in the skin sense, but it has so many other benefits as well. So, um, yeah. Awesome. And, I mean, hydration is a really big thing though Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, if it's one thing that I always get my clients to do is hydrate and also to pinch Celtic sea salt in there to rehydrate um, to the cellular level. Um, Thank you for that. So if someone has um, chosen not to consume animal products, Mm Um, what sort of, or not just those, I mean, but you'll probably see, I guess, more presentations of the same kind of thing in those that wouldn't eat animal fat than those who do. Yes. What sort of things? Um, definitely dehydration and increased sensitivity. Uh, there is a vegan omega-3 supplement that you can take. I sell it, but you can also buy it online. Um, it's an algae rather than the fish oil itself. And the key with omega-3s is DHA and EPA. That's like that's the key. But unfortunately, I do find vegans have quite bad skin. Um, and it's because they're deficient in so many things. And that's not a judgment. I'm not no, anti-vegan yeah. or anti... No, no, yeah. I'm not anti-anything, but it's an observation from, from what I see in my clients. Um, so dryness, wrinkles... 
darkness, breakouts, breakout. Oh yeah, lots of things because there's no nutrients yeah. to support what the skin needs. So you talk about the plumpness of the skin naturally from the raw materials that we're bringing in. We can assist by having some really beautiful ingredients and materials to put on our skin because there's a lot of other things that we can use or society is using to plump up ourselves. So let's talk about the product first and then I want to talk about what sort of things, I guess the effects, side effects and what it looks like in the future for these kind of fillers and plump, plump up products, if you can call them that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting place we find ourselves in. I'm glad, again, that I'm not growing up now because the pressure to look flawless 24-7 is real. But I feel like, you know, we go to the gym to strengthen our muscles and our bones and make sure our, the density of our bones is, is there for, to support us as we age. And if you're putting in Botox and, and they say Botox is natural, <laughs> Botox and fillers and things, I, I just like it, you're paralyzing the muscles in your face to prevent a wrinkle. If you did that to your legs, you wouldn't be able to walk. And I, 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 like, I just can't get my head around how that's a good thing. So as, you're, as you age, as you get older, what is going to hold your face up? That, that's kind of where I keep coming back to. Um, we do metabolize our fillers and our Botox. So it, it doesn't just kind of disappear. We actually, our body metabolizes it. So... Um, it's the liver overload again. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 a process of metabolizing that foreign object that's been put in, and and you know, what, what does the body do with that long term? And and from a facial structural structural point of view, um, yeah, I just worry about long term where it's going to head. Yeah, because Botox is. Um, used for rehab, for specific rehab, um, to numb that area of the body. To let it heal. Let the nerve, yeah. Um, but I, I, from listening to you there, my understanding is if we keep on numbing and taking the activity out of that connective tissue, the nerve innovation or the nerve response, yeah, what is that doing to the structure? Um, and how is our face going to be held up as we get older? Because it's, it's, you know, I think we just have to accept that it's, you know, we're going to get wrinkles. We start to lose this elasticity. You know, we start to fight gravity. You know, it's it's really having an acceptance and starting to love oneself. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk about the products. So, you know, what sort of products, what are the ingredients besides these omega-3s that you find also in your skincare that you use? And why? I think if we're talking clean beauty, mm, please, um, and we're talking clean skincare, but also clean makeup, um, they're ingredients that your skin recognizes. They're ingredients that your skin uses. So the uptake is there, the bioavailability is there, the biocompatibility is there. So you're not. Um, as you said on your your applica- uh, your your consultation form, um, anything that's a chemical storm 
can, you know, have adverse effects. So using skin, using uh, ingredients that your skin recognizes and can uptake, um, you're going to use every part of that, your skin health on all the levels of the skin. So whether it's um, within the cell or the cell membrane or whatever the skin or the communication of the the cells because the cells will talk to each other and either you know send more oil or no we're, we're not needing oil today or we need this or we need so increasing that communication between the cells um anything that blocks that or inhibits that in my opinion is is, is a bit dangerous mm-hmm. so things that the body and the skin would recognize is pretty much anything that comes from nature that hasn't been tampered with that hasn't been overly processed, right? Or put in a, a a binder or something else to make it smell um, more than I guess the scent that it already has. Mm. So, um, what sort like yeah, botanical extracts yeah. and essential oils and flower essences and um, marine, yeah, marine, marine algae, all sorts, yeah. all sorts of things. And and that's another reason why. I, it's not one rule for everybody because people have allergies to even natural things. Mm-hmm. So I do really encourage people to have a consultation because every skin is different and what your skin might need or you, your body is allergic to, I'm not and vice, you know, vice versa. So every skin is very, very different um, and it's your unique imprint so you know you've got to treat it like that a hundred percent that's what holistic skin care is holistic health is holistic well-being we can't just look at one area because it's kind of yeah it's just kind of scratching the surface we need to have a look at other areas in the body and as you said everyone is different everyone has a beautiful unique makeup their Mm. physiology the physiological makeup is very different um, so what sort – I know, as you said, that every, everyone's different. What are the main things, I'd say, you know, dehydration, wrinkles and things? And inflammation. Right, so that in- we're getting as we come into this in- midlife. Yeah, <laughs> the roller coaster of midlife. Um, I think inflammation and dehydration are probably the two biggest influences um, of – what happens internally but also on our skin. Um, So if we learn how to hydrate or rehydrate internally and externally and we learn how what's what's inflammatory to eat and what's inflammatory, you know, to put on or anti-inflammatory, you know, like where to head from an inflammatory or anti-inflammatory point of view, so the yeses and noes there, and it's again, it's different for everyone. Like I, something almonds might make me inflamed, but they might not make, might not make you inflamed. So it really is a completely individual experience. It's not a blanket approach, which is really hard to put on your website when you're advertising or marketing or trying to get information out there about what you do. People people struggle a little bit to understand that it's not just an XYZ treatment that everyone can have. It's a very individual treatment, no matter you know what you're treating. So if five people have acne, I'll treat it five different ways. 
if five people have pigmentation or like it's not a one size fit all fits all it's definitely a completely individual journey and that's why I resonated with you so much because it's exactly how I approach my clients and work with people everyone is an individual you know one exercise is not going to suit everyone you know it might be awesome for me might be detrimental to you so when you're talking about the skincare what are the essentials that we really should have at home is it the cleanser is a toner really necessary can we just get away with soap and water a clean soap and water for example what are the ways that we need to apply? Is there a certain way? We know this with when we go to have a facial, but can you share a little bit about your essentials yeah, that sure. you'd recommend and how to apply? So I always go to start with, um, I call it a core four. So a core four consists of a cleanser, a serum, a hydration and an SPF. So that's kind of a non-negotiable for, for, for skin health. Um, cleansers these days usually have somewhat of a pH balancer in them, which negates the toner thing. So toner, (laughs) contrary to popular belief, toner is actually used after a cleanser because cleansers back in the day stripped your skin of its essential oils. So you needed a toner to bring that pH level back. So our skin is naturally slightly acidic, um, so which is why there's a lot of acids in skincare, which is actually a good thing because our skin is slightly acidic. But if you strip everything out of that skin, you need to balance it again, which is what a toner was. It wasn't to shrink pores or close pores or whatever the myths were back in the day. Um, it was actually to bring your skin back to a pH that could then accept what came after it. So a moisturiser or a SPF, whatever. Um, so a cleanser these days is more than a cleanser because it's targeted to a skin condition or a skin concern. So that's the other thing. Some people come in with skin concerns and I can't address that skin concern because the condition of the skin is not ready to treat that concern. So we have to work with how's the skin presenting, what's happening. If I do what she wants me to do, it's going to make it worse. So I need to strip it back and go, okay, this is what we need to do for a short time to get the acid mantle back intact, to get the barrier function working, to get the skin functioning as it should. Then we can address your concern. So cleansers these days are actually targeted um, to your skin condition. So I wouldn't give necessarily give the same con- um, cleanser to you that I would to me. Um, the serum, same thing. Um if your skin concern is pigmentation but your barrier function's out, I will repair the barrier function with a serum first. Um, SPF is a non- non-negotiable, not because necessarily the sun, but we've got environmental triggers now. We've got blue light, we've got pollution, we've got you know an assault from our phones. We've got like the skin is constantly barraged with um, you know triggers. So um, that serum would be specific to you. Um, again, SPF um, is for skin con- certain, you know, certain skin types and things. So your your prescription, as I call it, is for you. So 
core four is always the same, a cleanser, a serum, hydration, and an SPF, but they are t- they are prescribed to you, not just to everyone off the street. Mm-hmm. So a comprehensive kind of assessment you would do to then prescribe which of those core fours yep. to have. Yeah, and then if um, <clears throat> once the barrier functions and the skin's functioning properly, we can add in things that are specifically for your concern then. So the condition is sorted and now we can look at if, you, um, if your issue is pigmentation, then we can put some pigmentation serums that target pigmentation mm-hmm. in there. But yeah, I guess the basic is the core four. Okay. And it's not all just about the products. We've talked about the inner health. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the best kind of um, nutrient dense, I guess, mm-hmm. um, cell hydrating that will help the, all the cells, basically. Anywhere yeah. there's a cell, it's going to have mm-hmm. an effect of anything in our environment. Um, but what about now the technique? Because I'm sure there's a technique. Gone are the days where you grab that soap, bar soap and then scrub your face. Um, you know, we've. I remember having <laughs> – you go through all the things – the masks, the clay masks that peel off, the, the scrubs. It's like sandpaper on your face. Um, so, you know, you've talked about the core four. What about the techniques? Because you've also got some – incredible tools that help with the health of the skin, how you're treating and serving your clients too. So let can you share exactly how we really should be doing our cleansing, our toner? So that's a bit of a challenge because, again, every cleanser is different. <clears throat> I actually – it depends on the cleanser, but some cleansers I even suggest people use dry – because they might have an enzyme in them that needs to activate, mm. um, and some I don't. So again, it's really individual, so it's hard to have a blanket approach. I will say though that you you don't necessarily scrub, and I think over exfoliating is a thing we we a fad we went through, and that ages you too because it thins the skin. So we have five layers of our the top layer of our skin and then we've got so in our epidermis there's five layers and then in our dermis there's more but that's irrelevant right now our epidermis the top layer is called the stratum corneum and everyone is in a hurry to get it off but that is not necessarily the best thing to do it's there for a reason yes dead skin cells need to come off but if your skin is functioning properly, that should happen naturally. You don't necessarily need to scrub it till it's red raw to exfoliate. So that, hence the enzyme cleanser that I was just talking about. There's an enzyme cleanser that you use dry and the enzymes then activate to help with those dead skin, skin cells that are ready to come off. Then you add a bit of water and you emulsify it and then you rinse it off. The other thing with cleanser I do recommend um, – is a double cleanse at night because you've got to first to wash off everything that you're wearing and the day and then you need to clean the skin. Mm-hmm. So double cleansing is really important at night time um, or if you're a shift worker, opposite way around. Um, so cleansing's quite – everyone thinks, oh, we'll just get a cheap cleanser but we'll spend the money on the serums or we'll spend the money on the moisturiser. Now – 
cleansers are multifunctional. They target a skin concern or a skin condition, depending on what we're, where we're at. They can be used to uh, help with breaking down dead skin cells if, if we need to. Um, so it, even a cleanser mm. is, is quite um, intelligent these days. You know, <clears throat> you can definitely um, fine-tune just with a cleanser. If you're, you know, putting your money where that quality is, That's it's right. all about the quality, then the cleansers yeah. are going to do the work when you're, you, you know, you've got the right ingredients in there that, that actually do the... And stuff I, that they're going to claim to be doing. I think that's a great point. Um, a lot of another question on my on my um, consultation is where do you get your skincare from? Because a lot of people write supermarket, and that's fine, and they think it's the cheaper option. But potentially, it's way more expensive than a good quality cleanser or whatever, because there's more fillers in it. It's not doing what it says it's doing and it's potentially causing harm and you use more so all of those three are a false economy in a way because if you then invest in i'm not saying spend a gazillion dollars on a cleanser i'm just saying get one that suits your skin (laughs) that is prescribed to you by someone who knows what they're talking about because you're just guessing when you're in the supermarket or the pharmacy um, you're actually wasting money if you're buying stuff totally like that. And I know that sounds rich coming from me, but it's it's a false economy. It's it's not you're not saving money. You're making your skin worse. You're potentially they've got fillers and stuff in them, and you use more. So it's a false economy. Yeah, and it's you know I guess once where your values are, you you know you end up spending more money. Later on, you'll have you know more effects. Fixing it, you know, fixing it. It's the same with food. Yeah. You know, where do you put your dollar? You know, what's important to you? Um, so yeah, try do your best if it is in your budget to source some really clean products. Um, how would someone come and get a treatment off you? I love that you're so in depth and that you. You, you're not having these quick answers. Like it is very individualized and that's again why I resonated with you because we are very individual, unique beings and I think we need to go about life that way. You know, there's a lot of marketing out there. You know, if a celebrity is on a packet, you know, well, it's it's working for her, it's got to be working for me or, you know, and those are super, supermarket brands. Um, so how does someone come about working with you they do they go through an assessment I love that you actually took a photo I like that um not that I liked looking at the (laughs) the picture afterwards but it was so fascinating to actually see what my skin looks like with my eye and what's really happening Um, that was fascinating so how does someone come to you and yeah work with you or get a treatment with you so um Today, if anyone listening would like to uh, come and have even a consult or I have a treatment and a consult combo, um, I also have a makeup clean makeup range um, and I can do a colour session. Ooh. I'd like to offer anyone a free colour session for the mineral makeup um, and a free consult with a treatment um, 
for anyone that that wants to. Um, I'm on the socials as well, unfortunately. Um, we have to. Unfortunately. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. It's it's a necessary evil. I'd rather not, but it's how people get to know that you are alive because that's where everyone is. And and going back to that, you know, the celebrity thing, we call them skin influencers. Um, and they they are selling a product for money. They're not. They don't care about your skin. They don't. They don't know what's good for your skin or good for you. So I think it's it's key to to find someone you trust. That's the key. On it, whether it's me or someone else, it doesn't matter. So long as you find someone that trusts it, that you trust, that gives you the tools to look after your skin and your gut health in support of your skin as best you can. Um, yeah. Ask questions. Ask questions. Dig deeper. Find out. You know how that person how that person ticks or. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think. Well, then that's showing that you're putting yourself first. You're putting your health first. And this is all about you. This is all about your health. And we're not good at that as women. We like to make sure everyone else is good first. Oh, we're changing that. We are changing that. We're changing that story. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, Kirsten, thank you so much for coming in um, and spending some time with me today. For our listener, that just a a summary, if you want to get in touch with Kirsten, please contact her. We'll drop the links down below in the show notes. She is in Noosa Heads in the beautiful Noosa. Maybe if even you're visiting, do you have uh, visitors that come into state that just, you know, want to... Absolutely. Get a treatment. So remember, if you're listening to this, Kirsten is offering that free colour session for the mineral makeup. Yes, and a free, and a free consult. consult with the treatment. Um, worth It's worth about $100. Um, so worth it. Yeah. So worth it. And I it. do do online skin consults. So if you do aren't you? in um, Noosa or Sunshine Coast, um, I do do online consults. It's just I can't take the photos like you right. in the, in the skin analysis. You can't stick your head through that. You can't stick your head through TARDIS. Um, but you know we can have a conversation and I can dig deeper and have a look on the zoom and it's not it's not hands-on or anything but you know I can guide you with the right products for what 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 your skin's presenting at the time and and the goal with skin is to change it right so we come in with a concern or a condition and the goal is to change it so the prescription noun isn't necessarily what I would prescribe in six weeks time once your skin has improved and we've changed it so you know um it changes seasonally it changes in the seasons of our life it changes all the time so it's not one size fits all and it's not one size fits you forever either so Mm. it's a constant Mm. changing Mm. thing and i'll leave you with this skin is not a sprint it's a marathon okay I do need to ask you one more question because I ask all my guests. Oh, here we go. (laughs) What is a rejuvenated woman to you? What does she look like? Who is she? I just got goosebumps. Oh, even in my everywhere, full body, full body goosebumps. It's usually me that's having the goosebumps. (laughs) I like that. I like that. Um, She is um, empowered, embodied, embodied. she <clears throat> knows what she wants. She knows who she is. And she still cares about everybody in her life. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Have an awesome week. 
and I will tune in on our next episode. Have an awesome day.